0: Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge podcast brought to you by spiritualrecharge.com. This is your place to experience unlimited peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. This is one of our archive episodes we thought you'd enjoy. It's from a series called The Awakening Experiments. Experiments in consciousness to ascend and enjoy being a spiritual being having a human experience. In these awakening experiments, Michael will share how to be in a higher state of consciousness while living in a sometimes crazy world. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now, we'll hear from Michael.
1: So today, we're going to talk about something absolutely fascinating. And it's how do you, the soul, the powerful consciousness that you are, how do you interact with your body? And how is your body affecting your feelings? And how do your feelings affect your body you're going to learn what are the things that allow you to feel free and blissful and happy and relaxed and joyful and what are the things that cause all that stress and tension and pain and misery and addiction because this soul body connection is extremely powerful And once you know how it works, then you can become the master of your life. But many people have no idea, so they are trapped at the mercy of their environment. So you're gonna learn how your mind affects your body, how your body affects your mind. What is this interaction that is happening? Because whether we're aware of it or not, there is a relationship between you the guest, the eternal being who's entered the body and is controlling the body. And then the other way around is the body is also affecting our state of being. So there's both things happening at the same time. And when we understand how it works, then we can be in a much better position to have a lot more good vibrations and a lot more joy (laughs) and peace and contentment and a lot less stress. So ask yourself, would you love to experience more contentment? Would you like to feel more relaxed? Would you like your day to go more smoothly so you can handle stress with a lot more ease and grace? If you said yes, then congratulations, because that's what you're gonna learn today. And to begin, it's important to have a little overview of the world we live in today, the modern world. The modern world is a very strange, strange place on a number of levels. And one of them is that opportunities for addiction and for things that are stimulating, is extremely high compared to previous times. I'll mention more about this later, but briefly, just understand that 200 years ago, 300 years ago, it was very difficult in most parts of the world for most people to get their hands on strong drugs and massive amounts of alcohol and alcohol. Porn and entertainment. There was no cell phones, there's no internet, there was no social media. So people didn't get stimulated and constantly pulled into things all the time. So our modern world has all these distractions and all these potent substances and potent things around that have been tailor-made and designed to attract people based on whatever their particular weaknesses are. So right now, there are billions of people who are addicted to one or another substance. Almost everyone's an addict nowadays to something, whether it's social media, internet, entertainment, or drugs and alcohol, cigarettes, porn, gambling, shopping, you know, it just goes on and on and on, or fitness... So this is the norm. And of course this is causing enormous problems, heart disease, diabetes, depression. So this is like a huge issue and it's getting worse and worse and worse by the year. And then on the other hand, there are a very small number of people who have any peace, any, any peaceful energy. And when you experience higher levels of consciousness, When you experience ascension and different states of being through meditation, you're entering into a totally different brain chemistry. So I'll explain this how this works in a little bit more detail. I just want to mention one thing first is that nowadays, The scientists are actually doing experiments with LSD, magic mushrooms, DMT. They're trying different things out, especially magic mushrooms, even ecstasy, MDMA. And when I was a teenager, I experimented with various drugs. I don't do it anymore because I don't need to because I feel good anyway. But at the time I didn't feel good and I wanted to feel good. And LSD, magic mushrooms and ecstasy were the ones that i personally found most um, transformational because they they shifted my consciousness into a different state of being and it turns out that there is a reason for that compared to drugs like cocaine and heroin and marijuana and alcohol and so these different chemicals it's useful to understand this is very very helpful there are basically three chemicals and there's of course much more than this but you've probably heard about dopamine 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 is the reward seeking chemical so if, for example let's let's say somebody wants to buy ice cream or they want to buy some food right and they're on a mission I've just got to get this stuff I've got to go down to the store I've got to have it when they do that there is dopamine coming into their brain and they're getting a little pleasure kick from the pursuit of pleasure, pursuit of pleasure. So when you see people charging around, like desiring things, wanting things, needing things, charging after things, that's dopamine. Dopamine is what happens when the cell phone goes off. If you see a little message or you hear the noise, it immediately triggers dopamine. So cell phone companies have been extremely effective. These apps, at manufacturing an addiction to dopamine because when you go on social media it's like playing a slot machine you're not sure what you're going to get and that interest in what am i going to get did someone like it am i getting any messages is a dopamine hit and so we've now got a world of billions of people who are chemically addicted to cell phones and dopamine So pleasure is associated with dopamine and contentment and happiness. Real happiness is associated with serotonin. Serotonin is more relaxed, more peaceful. The difference, and you can tune into this, like this is extremely useful, because if you want to have a peaceful, relaxed, beautiful, happy life, then it's really important to increase the activities and the foods and the behaviors that lead to that relaxed, peaceful state. And be aware of these various things that are going on, that are trying to catch you and addict you and pull you into these different dopamine addicted states. And they've done an extremely good job, these various companies. So when we think thoughts, we are creating chemical changes in our brain Negative thoughts or thoughts about things that we want to get. It leads to dopamine. And if it's a negative stress thought, it leads to a chemical called cortisol. Cortisol. You've probably heard about these different chemicals. Cortisol is the stress chemical. And people who have elevated levels of cortisol, lead it causes all sorts of various problems from heart disease to type 2 diabetes to all these different problems are related to sugar, dopamine, cortisol and you know I'm not going to get into all the science behind this because it's quite tedious and too complicated but just understand if you're feeling stressed out and having negative thoughts and eating certain foods it's causing loads of cortisol which is very 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 harmful and what it does is it stops us being able to use our prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that's at the front, the human part that's different from animals, which allows us to think sensibly about big picture things, about what we should do that's good for us, it's our conscience. So it sabotages that. And that's why people make all these mistakes all the time, you know. So if we're under cortisol, we'll make bad decisions. You might have noticed yourself that if you're feeling super stressed and you're in that cortisol, dopamine, craving, overwhelmed state of being, you'll make a mistake. It's happened to me many, many, many times. Whereas when you're in that contented, relaxed, peaceful state, you can use your whole brain and you can actually make decisions that are beneficial. So this, this ability to go into the right brain state and the right consciousness can either ruin our life or bless our life, depending on which, which one we do. So let's take an example of someone called Alexa. And Alexa wakes up in the morning, late because she's been up all night on her phone and her phone wakes her up and the first thing she does is she te- checks her phone about what she got on social media and what any messages come through, checks the news and she lies in bed, basically getting a dopamine kick first thing in the morning before she's got out of bed. And some of the things that happen are distressing. So she ends up in a state of cortisol and dopamine. So it's stress and a desire for pleasure while she's lying in bed. And then she's already in a negative state of consciousness, craving negative state, before she's literally got out of bed. So she gets up and she rushes off to work and stops at Starbucks on the way and gets a frappuccino, which is large amounts of sugar and caffeine. So that puts her into a wonderful semi-bliss state temporarily when she's drinking her special drink, which is very pleasurable and it's become a daily addiction, daily habit. And then she checks her phone again and again and it just goes on and on and on as she goes through the day and the traffic starts stressing her out, making her feel angry and irritated. And then she starts getting fearful that she's late And she's worried that something's going to happen. So she can't think properly. And this is even before she's got to work. Panic, cortisol, stress, chemicals, right? And this continues throughout the day with more and more text messages. And then she feels like, I need to get some pleasure. I need to feel better. So she goes and does some shopping. Or she tries to text people or get some something because the dopamine produces temporary pleasure and she knows she needs to be actually doing work but because her brain isn't working properly and because she's addicted to dopamine and ex- experiencing stress her concentration has been destroyed so she tries to work but then she gets distracted on social media or her phone or she wants to watch something or she needs to do something else so she flips between one task and another multitasking back and forth back and forth all day long draining her focus and this is just the way that it is unfortunately for millions and millions of people. In fact studies have shown that most people are unable to do more than one hour and 15 minutes of actual work in eight hours and that isn't in one chunk that's typically working five minute chunks a little bit here and there back and forth for the whole day. And that's on a good day, can be a lot less than that. And this just continues and continues. And if she's hungry, she'll take sugary foods, carbohydrates, different sort of pastry things. And as the days go by, she's negatively influencing her liver. She's negatively influencing her brain chemistry, creating neural pathways in her brain of addiction, to these various substances. And by the time she comes home, she's absolutely exhausted, stressed, worried, panicky. So she goes for a nice glass of wine, which makes her feel a bit more relaxed, kind of knocks her out, turns on the TV, checks her phone while she's watching TV. And so she's in this lulled state of dopamine and sort of not really with it, not thinking clearly. Might make some poor decisions about buying things she doesn't need or says something to someone she didn't mean to say because she's slightly drunk. She might also smoke weed or do some other sort of drug of some kind because people are stressed, you know what I mean? It's not like she's a bad person. She's just under a lot of pressure. Her brain isn't working properly. She's wanting to feel better. And these are all the options around her. And then After lying in bed for for a while, checking all the extra different things, she falls asleep and has bad dreams and light sleep because of all the food, the sugars, the alcohol, the text messages, the social media, the shopping. All these things start rolling around in her head. And then she wakes up in the morning and does it all again. this is not an exaggeration at all that this is happening to tremendous numbers of people in a slightly different way and if we replaced alexa for some some guy then it would be maybe he's more into games or he might be into porn or he might be into something else you know but something like this is going on all the time and As time goes on, people end up with type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and various addictions. America is a highly, highly addicted society. Antidepressants, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, smoking addiction, and it just goes on and on and on. And it's dopamine and cortisol. These are the two chemicals that are being triggered. Now let's compare this with Shanti, our lovely sister Shanti. Shanti went to bed early, having had a wonderful meal. So she's done meditation, went to sleep, and she had a wonderful rest. And she wakes up feeling completely rested on time. So she's happy to get up early because she's had a wonderful rest. She gets up, she doesn't have her phone in her room. She leaves it outside and she gets up and she has a nice glass of water with some lemon juice and she has meditation and she does some yoga and she does some mantras and she's feeling a divine connection and so much good vibrations in her body first thing in the morning. So she's starting her day with her journaling and her visions and what she wants to do and has plenty of time before she has any appointments. And she's basically creating serotonin in her brain. She's not hammering dopamine. She's not feeling cortisol. She's feeling relaxed and content and at peace. And she can breathe deeply. And she feels she's at one with the world. And because she's relaxed, she can think clearly using her prefrontal cortex, the sensible part of the brain, if you want to call it that, the executive function, the decision-making power. She can use her whole brain and she can think about what would be the highest good for her and for others, today, what would be the greatest thing to eat, what's the best thing to do. So she has a wonderful healthy meal which includes high quality fats which are good for her brain and keep her relaxed. She has all the vitamins and minerals she needs for her well-being. She does exercise and then she goes and does some work which is done very sensibly with concentration and is able to do a lot of great work in a small amount of time because she's not multitasking. She's not distracted. She's just doing one thing at a time. Alexa, on the other hand, can't focus for more than a few minutes at a time and has to check email and check her phone and check this and check that. So she's actually unable to do any good work during the day. Shanti can actually focus on what she's doing for long periods of time. And so she can work just a couple hours a day, two or three hours, and get far more done than than other people do in eight or ten hours. And then she can have something to eat and go for a walk, take a few deep breaths. And she's in a state of contentment and peace and natural happiness. And she makes food for herself and for her family and for her friends. She connects with people personally. And she's very creative. And then when she goes home at nighttime, if she goes out to work, comes back, she has a nice relaxing bath. She takes time. She does her journaling. She has conversations with people she loved in person. And then she does meditation and goes to sleep in a state of peace. And has a beautiful relaxing rest. Yes. so these are two very real examples of real people there are millions of people like this there's much more alexas around than there are shanties around but for us as spiritual beings all everyone's a spiritual being it's just that people have been hacked hacked by these companies and the reason I'm bringing this up is because I want you to have freedom and joy and peace in your life. I don't wanna see you getting stressed out. And I don't want these companies ruining your life or ruining anyone's life. So I want you to understand what you're dealing with here. And there's heavy, heavy duty amounts of influence and money going into addicting you addicting all of us the reason I'm not caught up in this personally is because I've studied these things and I've been I'm very cautious that's why otherwise I i, I used to be trapped in this whole thing until I realised this is really ruining my life and I had to turn it around so my life is designed like shanty and we can all make changes in our life so ask yourself who would you like to be? do you want to be Alexa who's running around on dopamine and pleasure-seeking and cortisol and stress and can't concentrate? Or do you want to be like Shanti, who's at, at peace and at one with life and can focus and can have a real connection with other people and, and look into someone's eyes and give them love? Aldous Huxley, you might know Aldous Huxley, he wrote a book called The Doors of Perception. And the band, The Doors, was taken from that title. And what The Doors of Perception is, it's a book about Aldous Huxley taking mescaline. Mescaline, which is a synthetic version of a cactus that is hallucinogenic and visionary and what happens with mescaline is that it starves the brain of sugar and when it does once the brain hasn't got any sugar the ego that the ego which is the restless part of the person the dopamine in other words that kind of crackhead I want, I want, I want, I want. What's next, what's next, what's next, what's next? Gimme, 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 gimme. That's the dopamine ego. It starves that part of the brain physically. And when it's starved, then he, he or anyone else taking these different drugs goes into a state of profound wonder where everything seems to <laughs> be illuminated with divine light and the essence of things becomes clear and you can just look at a flower and be absolutely amazed at its inner beauty and time stops and everything kind of blends together in oneness and a similar thing happens with LSD with magic mushrooms, with DMT and with ecstasy, ecstasy is a little bit different, but all of these drugs, they're serotonin based drugs. They go into the serotonin receptor site in the brain, whereas heroin, cocaine, crack, alcohol, it all goes into dopamine, pleasure and opiates. So there's different states of being and I'm not recommending anyone does drugs by the way I'm not suggesting that you go and do magic mushrooms or mescaline or DMT or ayahuasca but a lot of people have already done them and and if you enjoyed that experience you know sometimes people have bad trip on acid but if you had any higher experiences what happened basically is the ego was pushed down the sugar seeking ego and the profound oneness of life was revealed and this is all serotonin i didn't realize this until i read this book recently i had my suspicions and i read a book about natural highs many years ago but i didn't didn't quite understand how it all connected so what's going on in the world is sugar, especially white sugar, you know white sugar is actually uh, one of the most dangerous drugs, perhaps the most dangerous drug in the world. The the leader of Amsterdam in 2013 Amsterdam has, has legalized most of the drugs, you can go to Amsterdam you can buy whatever you want from a shop. He said and he has all these drugs in the country, right, he says the number one drug most dangerous drug is sugar right? And he has all these other drugs that are legal. Sugar is the most dangerous. White sugar is causing huge problems. I like fruit personally, but I realized that I've been a bit addicted to fruit, you know. And whenever I heard people talk about sugar being a problem, I always thought, Yeah, well, I don't eat any white sugar, I only have honey and fruit. But what I realized having studied this and and applied it is that even though it's different fruits and i'm not suggesting you stop eating fruit by the way but when we become addicted to sugar then we're basically promoting dopamine and anyone i know who has a primarily fruit-based diet, which there aren't many. I mean, I know a couple of people, who, I know one person who only, only eats fruit, nothing else at all. And I had another friend who did it and I tried it. And whenever I tried eating only fruits, um, it literally becomes this mad dash to get enough fruit because you need loads of it. Like how many, you know, papayas can I get my hands on? And it's always obsessive with the sugar, the sugar, because it goes up and down the blood sugar. So you know fruit is the best form of sugar but even that is a problem if you have too much of it but white sugar major problem and all these refined things I'm sure most people listening to this don't don't have like tons of white sugar anyway but we have to look into ourselves and say am I living on the basis of being addicted to dopamine and pleasure seeking because what happens in addiction? is we start off getting pleasure. So whenever you have, you know, whether it's sugar or whether it's um, chocolates or alcohol or drugs or any, any sort of pleasure, pleasuring or cell phones or movies, anything that provides pleasure, dopamine, it starts out enjoyable. We think, ooh, I like that. I like it, I like it, I like it. And then we think, Gimme, 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 gimme. So dopamine leads to pleasure and it also leads to how can I get more? How can I get more? How can I get more? Yeah. Like yes, I, I stopped having sugar for a little while just because I was talking about these things, practicing them. Yesterday I had, <laughs> I had a strawberry, I had some strawberries, right? And, and I noticed it was very interesting I noticed I immediately had to get up and get more strawberries. <laughs> because I noticed it my brain and my mind said, I want more, I, I, it was very interesting. Give me more strawberries, you know? I was like, that's very interesting. So this is what's going on. Dopamine leads to more, same thing with the internet. Hardly anyone can handle going online for a short time and then getting off again. It's very, very hard. Why is that difficult? Because it's dopamine kick. You go on and then it's, you go, ooh, ooh getting a kick, getting a kick, getting a kick, and then more and more and more and more. And the problem is that it, it drains our dopamine receptor sites. So dopamine is a chemical and it has to go into the cell through these receptors. You imagine it's like a key that opens a lock, right? And when we have too much dopamine, those locks start getting glued up, if you like, or they start disappearing. So people need more and more and more and more. This is how addiction happens, is that we have a pleasurable experience. And then we need more and more and more and more and more to get the same kick. So you probably, if you know anyone who's an alcoholic or a drug addict, you'll notice that they started off with a small amount and now they have a huge amount just to feel okay. So this is what's going on in the whole world all day long, is this relentless addiction to dopamine which then causes cortisol because we can't always satisfy our addictions and then we get stressed and then stress leads to all these other problems and then it leads to illnesses so there's such enormous amount of depression illness sickness and misery and it all comes back to this behaviors that lead to dopamine addiction cortisol It's obviously more complicated than I'm making it out, but this is the simple version that we can actually use practically. So what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? If you want to have a blissful life, a wonderful life, then we need to design our lifestyle to support serotonin and contentment. So the difference is contentment and happiness... When you feel contented, it feels good, feels wonderful. And we feel, ah, this is so good. I don't need anything. I could just sit here and everything's great. When I did LSD, when I was a teenager, I remember one day, it was a fascinating experience. A um, friend, few friends and myself, we did LSD. And I remember very vividly, I was standing on this road where near, near my friend's house. So well, I'd walked up and down that road so many times, and we were standing there, and the road went north, south, or east. There was a different road. And I remember standing there in this uh, profound state of uh, f- wonder and freedom on high levels of serotonin, right? the brain was starved of its sugar addiction and ego. And I remember saying, I remember saying and noticing, which way should we go? The only thing that mattered is whether we went that way, forward, backwards or left. Yeah. Are we going to go up towards that way? Are we going to go down the hill towards that way? Are we going to go that way to down this street? And I remember, I still remember this vividly, that what a complete change in consciousness it was that the only thing I was interested in is whether I went that way, that way or that way I didn't care about anything else at all (laughs) you know and so most of the time we're in this dopamine addicted stress state which is about I have to do this, have to do this have to do this, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god you know and it's it's such a hassle to deal with. So serotonin is where you feel I've attained everything and I don't need anything it feels good and I don't need it. Whereas dopamine is it feels good and I want more, I want more, I want more, and want, want more. Next, 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 next. What's next? Arr, gimme, 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 gimme. And then if we can't get it, then we get stressed out. <laughs> I'm sure you've noticed that with, um, with the internet. You know, I don't go on the internet very much, but when I do, I go into this uh, dopamine state and then if the internet's slow or I can't do something, I get irritated, you know, because that's that's how it is. I want, I want, I want. So here's your two choices, dopamine or serotonin. We know what creates dopamine. It's all, the modern world creates dopamine and people are overall completely addicted to it and don't realize it. And these companies, junk food companies, cell phone companies, app companies, um, product, everything is pretty much dopamine-centered addiction. And then on the other hand, we got serotonin. How do we increase serotonin? We increase serotonin by number one reducing dopamine actions and activities. You have to give yourself a chance. You know, like I can sit and read a book or write on, write a book or do some work for one or two hours without any distraction, which is apparently quite un- unusual. But the only reason that I can do that is because I've trained myself to be able to concentrate for an hour or two hours straight. And it's wonderful to be able to do that. So we have to remove things. I don't have a cell phone and I don't hardly ever use the internet. And if you can't do that, then what you could do is turn it off in the morning and only turn it on in the afternoon. It's easier said than done, but nonetheless. The other thing is to reduce sugar, which leads to more, 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 and increase healthy fats and relaxing foods like green leaves, protein and you know if you're a vegan vegetarian then that might mean spirulina and tempeh or different things you can do your own research i'm not going to give you health advice because everyone's different a very wonderful thing that you can do very easy health thing i will recommend a couple of little little foods you can have serotonin the precursor of serotonin One of the things that really helps it is cashew nuts because they have high levels of tryptophan and pumpkin seeds, pumpkin seeds. So if you have lots of pumpkin seeds and cashew nuts, you're getting tryptophan, which then converts into serotonin if you give it a chance. Only 1% of serotonin apparently is in the brain. 99% of it is everywhere else. So we, we need it in our gut. Most of it's in the gut, serotonin. So if you dose up on cashew nuts and pumpkin seeds then and, and healthy fats, you know, coconut oil, ghee, olive oil, pure olive oil, you know, fresh hemp seed oil, flax oil, these sort of things. Omega-3s are good. Omega-3s, hard to get Omega-3s. But if you can get more of those in. And have foods that make you feel relaxed. Relaxed, rather than excited. Because excited starts off as excitement, but then it leads to dopamine and cortisol, which then causes stress. A lot of people, they feel tired, then they have their sugary, um, fatty, sugary things, and then they have a crash come down, and then they need more, and then it causes all these diseases. So much better to have something that makes you feel at peace, content. So lots of greens, lots of tryptophan, 5-HTP is a supplement that's a precursor to serotonin. We have some of it, I don't, don't take it personally but you know might want to try it out meditation of course meditation is not dopamine it's serotonin you feel at one with everything you feel at peace with everything yoga will lead you to feel more relaxed alternative nostril breathing where you breathe in through one nostril and and close the other one with your thumb And then you breathe out, you can Google it, alternative nostril breathing. That is going to put you into a much more relaxed state of being. And powerful thoughts. Negative images in our mind and negative thoughts causes cortisol and dopamine. So if you're having racy thoughts, you're going to have a racy heart and a racy brain chemistry and you're going to feel agitated. So we need to have peaceful thoughts, relaxing thoughts, thoughts about eternal things, thoughts about infinite, infinite divine bliss, (laughs) infinite peace, (laughs) infinite joy. So I am a powerful soul, I am a being of infinite peace am peace or just the word peace. If you just think the word peace, 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 and keep thinking the word peace and you'll start to feel it throughout your body. You'll start to go into a serotonin contented brain chemistry. Your breathing will slow down and get into a natural rhythm and you'll be able to think more clearly and be able to make decisions that make your life easy and better. So focusing on things that make you calm is very, very important. Cooking your own food is very, very important. And also giving your food to others. If you cook for somebody else and for yourself, that that sense of contribution, if you volunteer somewhere, if you help other people, it puts you into serotonin. If you contribute money to something, it helps you feel better. Yes, you know, so a contribution, cooking, being calm, being creative. When you get in the zone, the flow, that's a serotonin state. So dopamine is where, let's say you're trying to do some work and you're in the zone, you're trying to get in the zone. The desire to check social media, check emails, check this, check that, that's dopamine. So dopamine is coming in and ruining our concentration. Whereas serotonin is bringing us into a euphoric, peaceful state of calmness and wonder. And up until recently, people couldn't get involved in all these addictions. You couldn't get drugs easily. You couldn't get um, sugar easily either. Sugar was hard to come by, apart from in fruit, and there wasn't lots of fruit available constantly. So until recently, you couldn't get all these sugars. You couldn't get alcohol that easily. You couldn't get strong alcohol. the spirits and all that stuff is a recent thing that that wasn't possible before so people couldn't get alcohol they couldn't get white sugar they couldn't get much fruit they couldn't get porn and social media and movies they couldn't get drugs they couldn't get any of any all these things that you can get nowadays in large amounts easily nobody could actually get their hands on them apart from a handful of people so very hard to get into this dopamine cortisol stress state in previous times. Nowadays, it's everywhere all day long, especially if you have a cell phone in your hand. So so it's natural for human beings to be in a serotonin, peaceful, contented state, natural. And it's not natural for us to be in this stressed out cortisol dopamine state, and that's why we have all these illnesses. So cooking is a peaceful thing to do, Is your present, making something beautiful, putting love into your food or preparing food, you can have salads or whatever. Doing things that make you calm, meditation, having a bath, going on a walk, being in nature. There's an expression forest bathing. Forest bathing is where you basically wander around in a forest looking at green things. I have a garden right here out my window with loads of roses and all these lovely green things. I live in the desert in Arizona, but there's still actually lots of trees. We can go down to the creek and it's all very green. But seeing green nature is very good for us. It calms us down. Having healthy fats, having contribution, having creativity, caring about others, All these things put us into that wonderful, wonderful relaxed state that is a higher consciousness, a more mystical experience. And cutting back on sugars. And involving yourself in things that make you feel calm. So basically, this easy thing to do is just to think, what is going to help me feel calm? And content and what are all these toxic things that these billion trillion dollar industries want you addicted to yeah they're very cruel companies they don't care about your well-being they don't care if you get cancer or heart disease or stressed out or make poor choices and waste your money they don't care they want you to do that do you know what i mean they they're actually consciously breaking us down and trying us to get us to make bad decisions because we can't think properly as a society so it's good to be a, you know a little bit pissed about this situation you know to know i don't want to be a slave, a pawn to this system ruining my life and sucking all my time and energy and money on my own life you know so you're having that attitude. I've had enough of this crap. You know, I need to do something else. So you think, what's going to bring me the greatest well-being? What kind of chemicals do I want in my brain? What kind of consciousness do I want to feel? And then you'll be able to have much more meditation. You'll be able to feel much better. You'll make wonderful decisions that bring you so many benefits. You'll avoid huge amounts of problems. And everyone around you will benefit Tremendously from your beautiful presence and your beautiful company, because while everyone else is totally stressed out and addicted to dopamine, you're just going to be ah, so relaxed, and allowing others to get a feeling of peace and allowing them to be blessed from the things that you do, and they'll learn from you and they'll grow from what you're doing. So do you wanna be like Alexa or do you wanna be like Shanti? And in this Rajoga Yoga meditation that we've been teaching, the, the main word is Om Shanti. Om Shanti means, Om means I am a spiritual being in a body and shanty is peace so we're naturally peaceful souls and we've descended into this body into the brain and it's supposed to be in a shanty state so let us return to that shanty to that peace let us return to that beautiful blissful calm radiant mystical state of being, and live in that space, and enjoy all the beauty and the wonders that life is surrounding us with. So now you know, now you know what's going on, now you know what's going on in your brain. Really, it's up to you now, it's up to you. What do you want? What do you want? It's all up to you. Wishing you a life of infinite peace and contentment where you feel ease and grace as each day goes past and where, of course, you have pleasure in life. But that pleasure is inside of a huge ocean of peace and contentment. So you become a jewel of contentment and a living from a place of freedom. So just look out for these things. Look out, understand what's going on. And small little changes make a huge difference over time. So just make those little shifts. Bring yourself away from the cravings and the dopamine and the cortisol and the stress. Move yourself into the expansive peace. Because at the end of the day, you are an embodiment of peace. Your nature is infinite peace. You are an ocean of peace. And you will return back to this peace. So why not start re-experiencing this now and start increasing it today? Thank you for your beautiful presence. Much love and talk to you soon.
0: been such a beautiful time together thank you for listening think of one person who needs this and share this with them if you have any questions for us please send them to shareyourquestion.com go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations talks and courses we thank you for your beautiful presence keep shining your divine light in our world So much love, and we'll connect soon.